Hello everyone, I'm Jen and welcome to another episode of the Monogamish Pod. On this week's episode, Shen and I interviewed Locke and Trist of Living Sweet Life Podcast about their journey to non-monogamy and how they're living and loving right now. Now, Locke and Trist are married to each other, but they are not polyamorous. They would more be a part of the swinging side of non-monogamy. And if you haven't noticed the theme for this month, it's not quite polyamorous, kind of like poly-ish, like... And then talking about other forms of non-monogamy, I think that's pretty much where we're going here for this month's episodes, right before I take a brief hiatus. But before we dive into the conversation with Locke and Trist, by the way, this was an amazing talk, um, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, AltPlayground.net. Now, you guys know that AltPlayground has acquired several sites like Love Voodoo, just to name one of the big ones that happened recently, well, last year, but you know what I mean. And so as a result of that, you can find even more lifestylers on the website. And that's why the new arrivals module is the best thing for you to be looking at if you're curious about who's out there. New members join from all across the country and there's so many connections that are forming, especially through the other sites that we have partnered with. So we want you to check out all those amazing growth opportunities and new connections that you can possibly meet using the new arrivals module. It will be up there on your homepage. Wait, you, you know what I'm talking about? You don't have altplayground.net? What, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? Go on ahead, head on over to altplayground.net and sign up today so you can take advantage of all these amazing features. I'm looking at the new arrivals right now and I see somebody in my neighborhood. <laughs> I might have to slap mosey on over into the DMs, but uh, while I do that, you guys go head on over to altplayground.net and you can get started today. Now that I've talked to you about altplayground.net, let's play the interview with Locke. So we're here with our friends from Living the Sweet Life. Hello. Hello. Why don't you guys let the peeps know who's who and tell us a tiny bit about yourselves? Hey, folks. Um, thank you guys for having us. First, we really want we really want to say thank you. We appreciate y'all taking the time to have us come on your excellent, excellent show. Um, I am Locke, uh, one half of Living the Sweet Life, and and I'm Tris, the other half living the sweet life. Some say the better half, um, you the know, spunkier half. Yeah, sure, all of that, half. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, do you want us to intro the show? I mean, we could just give a quick little blurb about what we That's do. It. Yeah, you can tell us what you do. You can tell us everything that you do, but we just won't let anyone else see what I see right now, which is a whole lot of sexiness in front of my face. They don't need Ooh. to know all that. We can just we can just talk about you just know the basics, like how long you've been doing the thing, and you know, like what, what's going on with y'all. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, the, what's going on with us is pretty much the same thing as around the country. We kind of just chilling. Um, but when, you know, when pre-pandemic, we were kind of crazy, we were running around, having some good times. Um, we started a show called Living the Sweet Life. It is a uh, a podcast that's recorded live on YouTube. We had the idea to engage directly with our audience. Um, we wanted to, you know, have a more conversational um, podcast where people could just let us know what they're thinking immediately. Um, we didn't want people to wait for responses from emails. You know, that stuff can get a little uh, busy at times. So we just wanted to have some fun, have more of like a conversational kind of thing, like you're chilling in a hotel suite with us. Um, yeah, that's the basis of it. It's, oh, it's really nice. feel like we're in a suite and yeah. we get to talk 
with our audience live mm-hmm. and they don't always agree. We don't always agree right. with each other, but that's the fun part of the show. We can have yeah. those debates and, and kind of just talk through it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it, then it, they talk to each other. Yeah. That's the funny part is when they start talking to each other right. and you're trying to catch up and you're like, and you're realizing that they're not talking yeah, to us. The, they're the talking chat, to each other. It definitely goes crazy at times, but um, yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. We learn how to think on our feet very quickly. Um, people ask some really good questions. Sometimes we don't have the answers, but we we all like work it out together. It's, we're trying to build a little bit of a community. Yes. And um, I think we've been doing a good job of it. I mean, you know, the audience is getting a little bit bigger, a little bit more consistent. I think that's the biggest thing. We have people that come back regulars and, uh, you know, we, we feel like it's just friends. We have um, a group of friends that we just talk to every couple of weeks. So... Yeah, that's us. That's the show, anyway. That's the show, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, and it's pretty, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it's a lot of fun, and it 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 we're live. So the difference is, is that you know we really have to make sure that what we're saying, yeah. kind of we're paying attention and things mm-hmm. like that, and, and pitching to the cues because you can't just cut it out. Yeah. Like it's literally because real time. Tristan for saying my name. You know, I did it once. You did it twice. Oh well, twice in a whole year <laughs> and some change. Right, it's, almost two years. That that's that's great. That's not too bad. <laughs> oh yeah, that is the upside of this because you know my our names right now are like are just like general nicknames that people know us by. But the wife, you know, Sham's wife is the wife, and then occasionally like she'll pop into our recording, and then like, I'll well. be like, hey, insert name here. <laughs> like shit. Right. Cut yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah, that, that oh, yeah. that setup sounds fun and interesting. I like the, the idea of just like you're fully interacting with your audience. Mm-hmm. But it also sounds really stressful to just like, oh, you gotta make sure all the time you're being engaging and interesting and not making yeah. any mistakes. Like I I I I like my safety net, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, feel free to join our free for all whenever you want to. Just jump on in there. Say hello. We always give shout outs to other podcasts yes. too when they come in. So we, it's all about spreading the love, man. You know, it's a lot of people. Of it's, a, it's a million podcasts. You know, um, you guys may have a different perspective on something than we have. So we want our audience to know that you're there so that they can have um, a, a good place to bounce ideas off of. You know, we're not the we're not the gospel. Whatever no. we say isn't the gospel. Right. Go check out other sources and, um, you know, see what fits in your your lifestyle journey. That's that's a good mentality to have. I think mm-hmm. a lot more people could use that mentality right now. <laughs> wow, that's shade, Shav. You were talking and about I'm... shade before. That is the shade. No, Hello. Well, my shade is just generally spread. It's not specific to anyone. <laughs> just general <laughs> shade. General shade. <laughs> like just, a, it's more so. <laughs> I'm sick of you. But yes, of course, your show is amazing. I've tuned in you know, a couple of times. Didn't see me because I was like lurking in the bottom. I don't comment. I just kind of watch. Not to be a creeper, but just, you know, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's cool to know that you're there. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm there. Sometimes I'm just checking out like, ooh, yeah, I'll right, see what they're doing today. Because also, you know, I have bad memory. So I forget. And then I'll see a notification like, damn it. And I'll be like popping in like towards the end like, I missed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll just we'll keep it going for another, like another hour or so whenever you we know you're there like late. Exactly. Uh, see that guy that's service. That that's friendship. That's community right there. They'll just keep doing a show for a whole extra hour just to be with me. That's, I love it. That's yeah. right. Yep. <laughs> okay, so of course, you know, pre pre panini y'all were living a slightly different life than what you're living right now. So, 
I want to start at the very, very beginning. Okay. This sure. is now baby Locke, baby Tris, you know, maybe before you've met each other. Were you guys practicing non-monogamy pre-being together? Or is it something you started together as a unit? So we've actually known each other for 20 years. Yep. So <laughs> uh, we were high school sweethearts, senior year, uh, senior year. Yes. Yeah. And we got back together as adults and mm-hmm. we started this journey together yep. because of a story that he told me from his, his younger brother. And I've been thinking about this story again. I'm going to give a little bit uh, more background. Um, story time. Around, right. Okay. I, I always tell the story the same way. I'm going to give you all a little, a little exclusive for uh, the non-monogamous pod audience. So, um, my my younger brother, he he and his girlfriend, and uh, yes, younger brother, he and his girlfriend at the time uh, were living the non-monogamous life. Right? They were dipping their toe into the swinger lifestyle, um, and he would come back to me and tell me all these crazy stories and tell me about this club where people were having sex, and it's just the most adult thing you've ever seen in your life, and it's people are having a great time. It's amazing, right? And I'm I'm drooling at the mouth, right? Like, wow, this is so crazy. But at that time, I was engaged to another woman, right? Um, And I would, you know, try to drop in a little hint here and there to see how she felt about it. Now, this this sister was uh, into into the church, right? She was really, really into the church. And I know, I don't know why I was barking up that tree, right? I really don't know why, but I was trying my best. Um, it, It got to a point and I didn't even hit her like with it a lot, you know, just here and there, a little sprinkle. But I mentioned it one time and it was just that one time too many. She said to me, um, you know, I don't know why you keep bringing this up. Like if I got to be honest, this is just not for me. And if you bring it up one more time, it's over. Like we we're not. <laughs> I can't go down that road with you. Like we're going to have to go our separate ways. And I buttoned up. Right. You know, and I, I buried it deep, deep inside. Like I buried it deep inside. Didn't even bother um, because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to keep the relationship. But uh, it was something I had to suppress for a long time. Just my interest in it. Uh, and then, you know, long story short, that engagement went south. Um, and good old Trist slipped back into the picture. Um, she had her own marital issues. Uh, we're not, it was a divorce. It's it not an divorce. issue. I didn't have an issue at all. I just got a divorce. It was over. Yeah, it was over. That was no issue. The divorce solved the issue. That's right. The divorce solved the issue. My issue was great. Yeah. So once we found our way back together, um, you know, the cycle, the cycle started over again. Right. Like I I started to maybe sprinkle it in here and there. And one day I was bold enough to say to Trist, you know, um, there's this club that, you know, I heard these. It wasn't that smooth. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was like it went went like this. He said. So my my brother told me this, this about this club, Paul's. Oh, come on. And, then, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, what about the club? Then he starts telling details and then he's like pausing to see if I have a reaction or not. And then, yeah, yep. So I've been telling her more and more about the club and it's people, it's, it's super sexy. You can walk around with your breasts out. You can, we can have drinks and party and some people having sex. It's going to be incredible. And then she says. And I didn't run. So he was like, okay. And then I said, hey, so when we're going. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Once she said, you know, when are we going? It was kind of like, you know, 
uh, when are we getting married? Like, I, I need you in my life forever. It's just oh, wow. curiosity, you know, <laughs> that that zest for life that she had, that more curious than cautious kind of thing. And that's, I think that we matched perfectly in that. Both of us just, you know, shoot first, ask questions later when it came to something like that. So we just dove in, went to the club, and, you know, we were terrified. We were okay, terrified. We were arm in arm. The entire time. The entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody's first time is a little nervous. I mean, right. I can understand it. So it sounds to me like you went in like very, when, when asking about the club, you sounded very nervous, like you're worried about every little word you're going to say. And she was just like, yeah, cool, whatever, whenever you're going. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Exactly. That's, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, you know, I already had that terrible experience, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you had reason to be like this. All right, fair enough. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, but I should have known her better than that. And I guess that's why I was comfortable enough to go ahead and drop the bomb on her. But no, um, it's been a good journey ever since, man. Um, we went to the to the club and um, we saw some things and just it was more like, you know, we were just like scoping the scene out. It, we were very much so exhibitionists and uh, voyeurs at that time, just checking out everything and um, got to see some cool stuff. You know, got to see people having sex. Got to, It was like the first time you see this stuff live. Yes. and It was just exhilarating. Goodness gracious. It was just like sensory overload. You yeah. Know? And we just, it was no turning back after that. Nope. All right. Okay. So y'all just kind of eased into it. <laughs> eased into yeah. it. All righty. So yeah. what was that first time? Like you said, you were kind of like arm in arm the whole time, but like, did you get close enough to be able to engage with people in that space? Or were you just kind of like wide eyed watching? Yes, more of the second one. Just yeah. watching. <laughs> yeah, we were just watching, really. Um, and then we got a little bold enough to um, like play around with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where the exhibitionist portion came in. Like we, it was like a, a blackout party where they turn all the lights off and you could do whatever you wanted upstairs, downstairs. Uh, there was pretty much no um, no limit to the area where you could play. So we were. I just remember us like having sex on the couch. couch. Yes. And the the I mean it was late at night. It took a little convincing, you know. We had to build up our courage. Our liquid courage was Have flowing. A few drinks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember it was super dark, and we're having sex, and we're having sex, and we're and we're, we're really into it. And then um, I think we kind of stopped right before they turned the lights on, and they turned the lights on, and it was some guy's balls just bouncing on some lady's ass, and, and I'll never forget that. <laughs> I mean, because it was just like. Balls, because, you know, when, when they turned the lights back on, his head kind of, like, popped up and looked back at, like, oh, my God, the lights are on, you know? Yes. And it was just hilarious, man. It was just one of those moments you never forget. Yeah, Especially- definitely sounds like it. Like, that's such a a, a, a specific image in your head. Yes. It's just burned into your brain. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> giant balls. Balls. <laughs> oh, they were giant just balls. Just what I wanted. Just what I wanted for Christmas. Giant balls on someone's ass. <laughs> right. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, yeah, it's been fun ever since. I mean, you know, we started off at the club and um, we made some pretty good relationships there, good friendships. Uh, we had our engagement party there at, yes. the, at the Swinger Club. Yes, we did. Um, let's see. Engagement party? Yeah, oh, after right. we got engaged. We did. Yep. We and did. then after we got married, we had um, 
We, I'm talking about the day we got married, we kicked all of our family and friends out of our house. We didn't even kick them out. We just said, just lock it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ran to the swinger club with the rest of our friends and we just partied the rest of that night. I don't remember everything. Don't judge me. No, because Locke got, he got turned <laughs> all the way turned up. We I was said, drugged. Somebody no, drugged was me. Not. <laughs> we all tell you the same thing. Nobody drugged you, dude. You were just having a real good time. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> wow. I mean, so I'm I'm personally biased to my own wedding reception, but I think you may have just beat it with 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 that like <laughs> wedding reception at a, at a sex club. Yeah, you, you got us and most weddings beat. I would oh, say. I know <laughs> that was that sounds like a really really great time. You guys have just built this you know journey together through that. So yep. what made you? want to really continue going because i know some people after they're married they're kind of like oh yeah we do it but it's more privately like you know is the club still like a part of your life now pre-pandemic oh yes pre-pandemic yeah we like to go out of the country we we go to hito a few times like i mean often hey shout out hito and yeah. then we, I think that after the club experience, honestly, we literally went to almost, we hit up every party we found mm-hmm. out about. We went to Hito the first year. Um, then we went we, to Desire Oh, first. Desire, sorry. Mm-hmm. Desire first, the first year. And then we went to Hito after that. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, we just kept the train going. Right. And right. then we got married. We had lifestyle people at our wedding with our regular family. Mm-hmm. We were super nervous about that. How is this going to work? You guys better behave. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody was in their best behavior. Um, but to answer your question, Jed, like uh, when you said that was the club a part of our, uh, our journey still pre-pandemic, it kind of was and it kind of wasn't. We kind of like evolved as the years went on. Uh, we've been doing this for about, what, eight years now? Yes. Something like that. Um, as as we as things progressed, we kind of found ourselves more um, hanging out at like more social events, not necessarily the club. We found like house parties and um, meet and greets were fun. Um, we used to go to the club maybe once a month. It was like almost mandatory. Yeah, we used to but then we kind of started like finding other things to do. And I think that happens um, as you as you go along in your journey. You start uh, your network gets a little bit bigger. So you hear about other things besides the club. But the club is always going to be home, home base. base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually had a whole party planned to go to the club in yeah. March. And uh-huh. um, and then the pandemic hit. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely once everything goes back to normal, we want to um have a uh we want to host something up there um and we'll invite a, a ton of people. Hopefully, some of the sweet talkers will be able to join us. Um, you a know, big welcome back party. A big yes, welcome, welcome back, back party. party. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a part of our our reg- regular rhythm, but you know, obviously things have shaken up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how has your club fared with the pandemic? I know that a lot of places have closed down. A lot of places are holding on by a thread or diversifying into other areas. Like how is your favorite club managing sure. right now? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the club is called Taboo, Taboo Social Club, T-A-B-U. It's run by Vicky and uh, she's super awesome. And she's been able to ride the wave of um, of the pandemic as far as like, keeping the doors available for uh, to be open when the thing ends, right? However, where the club 
is located. It was like a fire or something yes, that happened like closed. right behind the right behind the club. And it was like a ton of smoke damage. So it's like, you know, the poor woman just can't get it, you know, get can't, a break. can't get a damn break. Yeah. So if it wasn't a damn pandemic, it's like a fire where you got smoke damage. But, um, you know, she's very fortunate. Um, she says that, you know, insurance is going to take care of it all. They're going to get it all back and running. So she just deserves uh, a big ass party when this is all over, man. We're just going to mob up in there, bring as many people as we can. Once everybody's all situated, we, we just want to celebrate her and celebrate that place for like, you know, the flagship that it is in this area. Yeah. Cause they're one of the few clubs in this area that actually just, just stay close mm-hmm. and oh, wow. decided right. to, to stay close and, right. and not like have people come and get sick and exactly. things like that. Shout, oh, yeah. Big, big shout out to her and to Taboo, I believe the club was. Yep. That's Vicky and Taboo. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how you do it. That's, I'm, I was so happy because I was a little worried that, you know, because some of these clubs are like, as Jen said, staying open up despite really yeah. not, you shouldn't. So, yeah, shout out to, shout out to Taboo for staying closed and trying to be there ready for when the time comes. So, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so tell me about Desire. I know I'm just like hopping all over the place. It's like, okay, do you no. went to Desire the first year? I've never been. So what what was that experience like? Well, so we recently also went to Desire. Well, it it, it seems so recent, but it was like 2019. It was now. 2019. <laughs> that was still that's more recent than our that's first true. time. That's true. Yeah. So Desire, I love Desire. I love Desire. So I love Desire for the amenities, though. Mm-hmm. I like the aesthetics. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's <laughs> desire. Beautiful. It's a beautiful beach. Um, the the staff, I'm sure you've probably heard a lot about the staff and how they bend over backwards to help mm-hmm. you out. Um yeah, I mean, I I I love that place. It, it's a lot of fun. It can get a little bit like Groundhog Day. Yes, let me just not say that, that you know, because and what I mean by that is that um it's it's a very small resort. We'll say exclusive feeling, right? It, it's so it feels kind of like a campgrounds, right? You know, you see the same people every day, but that's that can be a good thing for building relationships. Ooh, we're going to sex camp. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> sex camp. There we go. <laughs> um, but what I mean by the Groundhog Day thing is that every day is kind of like the same rhythm, right? Um, everyone goes, every, the, the crowd just flows to breakfast, then flows to like the pool party or, or yeah, the pool party, kind of volleyball, hangout. And then everybody flows to lunch and changes up for dinner, goes to dinner. Then after dinner, you go to the club. Yeah. And after the club, you go to the hot tub, um, the outdoor, you know, the uh, the upstairs hot tub thing. Yes. You know, that can be good for, you know, um, hanging out with people. But then when it gets to like, you want to, you, you kind of want to break away from that. You want to mm-hmm. get your own rhythm and pull your own party and, and break away from the crowd. Sometimes that can be. You can seem a little standoffish by doing things like that, but you know it's all about making making it the best experience for you. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, I love Desire though. I, Definitely, I stay, that's not a complaint. It's not a right, place right. I would stay for a long period of time, mm-hmm. but I definitely like it for like maybe four days. Mm-hmm. I can do four days, and I'm fine. After that, I'm like, I get me off of here, yeah. take me somewhere else, <laughs> just because of the. Up. Just because it becomes like a repetitive like schedule. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, four days—that's a—that's a pretty good amount of time. It is. Yes, that's it's, enough. Okay. It's just right, just right. But um, the resort is beautiful. The beach is beautiful. 
Um, again, the staff is great. Uh, it's, it's isolated just enough where you can feel completely just at ease. You just turn your brain off and just walk around naked, take your clothes off and just kick it. Um, the party is what you make it. Now, Hedo has it, it's Hedo infamous party. for their parties. Right? All right, yeah, I need to hear this comparison because yes, I yes. So that was my next question. So that's why I was going to be like, okay, so what's his idea? And I compare that to Hedo. Tell me how amazing Jamaica oh, is. Oh. Yeah, like Hedo is the party, party, get the party jumping, right? Yes. Um, Hedo is wild and crazy for the most part. Like the last time we went to Hedo, um, we just went over for like a day pass. It because was, it, we degenerates. We was there for a wedding that was not at Hito. Right. We were at a vanilla resort that was maybe 10 minutes away from Hito. And we just decided to uh, walk, well, walk, you're, walk. You're here anyway. Might as well. Exactly. Yes. You got it. Exactly. So we did that. We walked over. And for whatever reason, just that day, it just wasn't a crazy party. You know, there were a couple of groups there who. Um, they were older. Yeah, they were older groups. But they were there to be naked and to hang out with each other and chill and that's fine, but we were looking for, you know, the uh, the yeah. whipped cream, you know, bikinis, whipped cream bikinis. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and things like the the party we were used to going because mm-hmm. we somehow our trip always when we thought about it, we've always went at the same time as young swingers. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, they, young swinger week, like, I know that. Like March, yeah. April, whenever that timeline is for them to go, and somehow our trips to Hito have lined up with that group from like day one yeah actually and then the other ones on purpose right (laughs) after that like once we figured that out we were like okay we're always going to go at this time yeah and that group is bananas yeah it's Um, just a different it's a different type of party yeah yeah yep so to compare uh both places have great food Mm -hmm. um of course all-inclusive great food great drinks for both the beach of desire is awesome. The beach of Hito. Nah, you're not going there for the beach. You're not going for the beach, no. but you can go get go to Lobster Island. Yes. Right over, uh, take a little boat and go to Lobster Island, get some banging lobsters. Yep. It's just wait, with wait, the, wait. That's a thing I at think... Hito? Yeah, that was yes, at Hito. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah, you take you get a little boat and you pay them, I don't know, it's, it's like, like 10, 10 bucks, bucks yeah. I think. And they take you over to the island and they get the lobster right out the water, pluck mm-hmm. it up and cook it yep. and serve everything. it up with a with a red stripe. Yes, all the seasonings <laughs> and spices on it. That's and right. you just sit there on like an island in the middle of the water eating lobster. It's right. amazing. It's awesome. But yeah, Hito is just where Hito is situated. The beach that's right by the resort is just not, it's a whole bunch of seaweed. It's not a good like beach. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, yeah, I mean, naked is naked though. You yeah. Know? <laughs> to get naked and uh feel free and i think that's the best thing that that um both of those resorts offer is just that freedom um just to get out of here leave everything behind go to your room take off your clothes put on the sunscreen and then just go make friends it's the best it's yes. the best feeling give me even one of those places right now <laughs> as i watch snow accumulate outside oh boy this, this must be like a sad moment for you right now you're talking it about being it's, in it's, the sunshine and just looking at snow yes it thank is. you can you hear the tears <laughs> dropping down uh, i'm i'm devastated <laughs> oh so yeah it sounds like exactly what i was thinking at least it's the same thought i had when i went to hito which is just this place is good for facilitating a certain type of like atmosphere mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. need to go there with the right people so the fact that you went there when when uh, Young Singer Week was happening, that was the mm-hmm. perfect amount of people. Because me and my wife went there once, but it was just us. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really have that full-on 
party lifestyle. But the whole time we're there, it's like, if we were here with the right people, this would be amazing because they have the nude beach, they have the drinks set up, yeah. they have the hot tub and everything is perfect. It's just that we're not there with the right people. And oh, I don't think I've told this story on here yet. So the first time we went to Hito, we, so um, there's apparently, so there's like a sex club in there, right? Yes. Yep. So we didn't know that. <laughs> so we went to Hito for like two days or like a, like a, like two nights, two days, one night. And the night came and we we're just like, all right, now it's time to get wild. So we were like looking around. We went to like the hot tub because we heard that's where like most of the partying happens. And no one was there. And we're just walking around. And it's like, huh, I guess nothing's not really happening. Weird. <laughs> and then so we pretty much have a, just a regular chill vacation with some nudity and so on. And then we get back. And then we, we asked one of our friends who went to Hido. And was like, oh, yeah, our favorite part was the sex club. I'm like, sex club? What sex club? <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah, it's right. It was like right over there, like near the gift shop. Like, uh-huh. that's what that was. Like, we saw a door there, but we just never thought to go in at any point yes yes we like, talk about the amenities let's not forget about the sex like i like i felt so bad like we're like, like, like that's where we would have gone <laughs> so we just missed completely like one of the best yes. aspects of yeah. the resort and we're very sad so i'm feeling like next time i go to hito i'm just gonna yeah. i'm just gonna go there day one just wait just check all doors. Just just jingle just the doors. doors everywhere. You'll find some sex. Don't worry. And it, not only the, uh, not only the sex club part, you got to find the secret hot tubs. The, yeah, oh, there's secret hot tubs. Yes, actually, oh, yeah, okay, they have like hot tubs that are like not where the main hot tubs right. are. They have a, like a couple of them that are sitting out. Yeah, like individual hot tubs. You could take a little small party. Like yeah, they're, they're like right off of the beaten path. You walk right by them all the time. You don't even pay attention to it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So whenever, again, whenever the real world happens, I'm going to probably just call into the sweet life. And be like, <laughs> okay. I'm going to Hito next week. Just Hell give yeah. me the rundown. Tell me where to look. I need to, I need to know where to go. And my response will be, I'll meet you there. We will meet you. That's ah, right. I like that. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it'll be so amazing to be able to have an in-person <laughs> meetup, I guess. Okay. Uh, crazy idea <laughs> well, yeah so let, i have a question for you so you guys are swingers what has that been like for you the first time you swung do you usually do like partner swaps or do you like individual i i don't want to assume anything about anyone so i'm asking for everyone who may or may not know how well, exactly your lifestyle is set up sure sure no that's cool um we started off um, again, just very curious um, exhibitionist. We wanted to kind of show off, and you know, that's when I would pick her up while we're having sex and like, yes. hey, look over here, you know. He was showing off. Yeah, we started off that way. Then we started off kind of slowly. We we um, we worked our way into a, a soft swap. Yes, and we started off as boyers first. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. watching and, and yeah, that went on off. for a while. It did, and then we. Well, until our first time to to desire, which was oh, very uh uh-huh. well, yeah, what's for, a while? You're forgetting about your bodies now. You yeah, know. so uh-huh. she, she's, okay, yeah. <laughs> so what happened there was um, that's when we started off into soft swap, and um, within our first year, we had that first soft swap situation at Desire. Mm-hmm. Um, it was you know just Tris playing around with another woman. Um, had some sex toys there, a little fingering, and me and the guy, we kind of just watched and uh, got ourselves involved. Um, 
shortly thereafter. It was no switching of partners at all, but it was still at that time, the sexiest thing I had ever done in my life. Cause I think at one point his wife reached over and just started to kind of fondle me while I was having sex with Trist. Super sexy. I was excited. And I think we just had a great time there. Mm-hmm. Then um, it took us a little while longer. Now we got stuck in that soft swap, soft swap stage for, a, while, for yes. a long time. And then we, um, we had a couple of friends that we dated for a while. It was, a lot of soft swap for with them uh, for maybe a year or so. Maybe. Yeah. And well, then, not, yes. Not just them. But yeah, yeah. Not exclusively. But um, and then we decided to transition into full swap with them. Uh, and uh, we've been full swap ever since. I don't think it's not. I don't think we're full swap in the in the form of like every time we play, right. it has to be like, OK, you're full swapping. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm always cautioned about saying, oh, yeah, we're full swap to people when we meet them, because it's just like assumed mm-hmm. in that conversation. Sometimes um, everybody doesn't have the right uh, etiquette is what I say in a lifestyle. So when mm-hmm. you say like full swap, they're like, oh, yes, everybody just get along. Yeah. No, that's not the case with us. It's just that. I didn't go and say we're situational for sure. Um, full swap because that kind of gives the, the like alert to them that that doesn't this isn't mean automatic. That this right. is automatic because mm-hmm. I'm telling you we're, we're full swap. Mm-hmm. We're actually situational because it is very situation. It is type of thing that sometimes we don't full swap at all. Yeah, I mean because you got a vibe. You got let's not discount that. You know that um, there has to be a connection there. Mm-hmm. You know we got to have some kind of interest. You know we're not just here. For the bodies. I mean, a lot of people, uh, some people are, and that's fine. That's their method. That's how they do it. You know, you can go into a dark room and just have sex with random people. That's fine. Sure. That's fine. Knock yourself out. Um, That's just not the way we roll. That's not the way we party all the time. You know, not to say that we haven't had like one night stands or whatever. I mean, we've had those. Sure. Right. Especially on vacation. Yes. Uh, But, you know, that's just not how we predominantly roll. We kind of like to build relationships with uh with the people that we're having sex with, it, what do they call it? Social swingers? Social swingers. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I've heard social swingers are like progressive swingers where yeah. uh, it's not just the random sex with random people. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, you're preaching to the choir right now because I think that's the problem some people have with, with the, the name swingers. They just immediately think, oh, key party, random people, you're just going to have right. sex with whoever, which is just not the case. No. You know. Like you, you do still need to kind of build something with whoever, you know, you want to have sex. It's not just a, a free for all. No, absolutely. Right? You hit the nail on the head, man. That's yes. exactly how we roll. And, and, um, and it's been quite telling during the pandemic, you know, who these people are, right? Oh because yeah. You have this net, this, this grouping, this bubble of people that you trust. Um, and it took a long time for us to actually even open up the door to play during this time. You know, we, mm-hmm. we took pretty much the entire year off and then we decided to have a few close friends who had quarantined and tested and uh, we had them come over and we had like a little, we had a little, uh, little, a little shindig, a little <laughs> orgy situation or whatever, get together, we call it. Um, but it took a lot for us to get there and it took a lot of trust. Um, so of course we're not just, we're not doing that, stuff with just random people, people and then we would never put ourselves in that position especially now that's it just this time doesn't call for you know just random fucking if i may no not with new people <laughs> no not, i can not. randomly you know have sex with somebody we already know yeah without but... friends <laughs>
yeah, it's not time to be introducing anything new <laughs> into nah. your life. Like, yeah, get mm-hmm. to who you trust. Yep. For sure. Okay. So see, that's what I was saying. So I know the pandemic has been especially hard on the swinging community and for people who have long distance relationships as well. Of course, mm-hmm. two different things, but you get what I'm saying here. Uh, sure. So the fact that you have this network is really great. Uh, how long would you say it took you to really start playing again within your tight-knit bubble? And did you have to exclude some people who were formerly in your bubble from this new COVID bubble? I mean, um, the first part of your question was how long did it take us? I see. We went from March. I think that's when everything started until about October. Uh, that's when we had friends come back over. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, but pretty... we played one twice. Oh, right. Once we got the hot tub too. <laughs> well, we got yeah. the hot. So uh, it may have been like August. August. It was like we got late the... August. We, we, was, we were breaking in the hot tub. That's what yeah. happened. So it may have been August. Yeah. Um, is when we actually started like coming out playing and playing again. again. That's true. It was sometime in that summer range. Late. Um, yeah. That mm-hmm. that I think. Well, from what I can remember anyway, mm-hmm. um, that we started back playing again. And that was just because, in, and even still then was after having conversations with our friends and saying like, hey, what do you think, you know, about mm-hmm. this and, and those types of things. And here are my concerns. And do you have any concerns? So it took multiple conversations. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to slowly have people over like one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, that makes it sound like a revolving door if I say it that way. It wasn't like <laughs> naughty girl. Like, uh, uh, like hey, it, it wasn't like every right, weekend right. or every day. But yes, we had people come over like one at a time separately yeah, until yeah. we had the group party in October. Yep. And to answer your second question, which was, um, you know, has the bubble kind of shrank, or did we have to exclude some folks from the bubble? Yes. yes. Yes and no, right? It was some people who was kind of like around, but they never quite we 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 would never we hadn't played yet. So we just had to like say, nah, you know, we're just gonna stick with the people who we've played with and that's it, right? So if it was people trying to get in or whatever, we kinda, you know, respectfully declined or whatever and just yeah. kept it moving that way. Like we haven't even hung out socially. Yeah. So um it it's just we're like, no, I'd rather not do any yeah. of that um right now with anyone, anyone outside of yeah, what exactly. we've already done. It'll be a weird um, time to start. What was that? So it'll be a weird time to start hanging out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, I mean, we're we're good. We're we're content with where we are. Um we're looking forward to getting back out there or you know the world like uh getting a little bit better, um watching the numbers decline. Yes. People are slowly getting vaccinated. We're we're looking forward to, you know, hopefully some some cool stuff this summer. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. because I wanna go see our friends in New Jersey. We call them the Borns. But they're not in Jersey. Are they what is it? Philly. Philly. Sorry, Philly. I always say Jersey and I know they're yeah. from Philly. It's gonna people- get mad. Uh, at desire yes and and we called them the borns but i want to see them and we haven't seen them in a year now it's been a whole year and but we still communicate and everything like that we just you know haven't seen each other in person yeah oh yeah i know that feeling where you just have those those friends that you just love to see like like jenna was last time i saw you um you saw me okay so you saw me in february for like a couple of days yeah last year because that was pre everything popping off. Yeah. So we're also we're approaching a year now. Right. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Usually I go home like twice a year, like for my birthday or my mom's birthday and for or Christmas, depending on the year and um, carnival. So those are two times I usually definitely go home. Uh-oh. But um, I already knew for 2020, I wasn't going for carnival because I was planning to move in 2020. So okay. I went in February just to see my mom and see a couple of friends. And then I came back and I had to go back to work. So my first trip, I used to be a flight attendant. So my first trip um, with work, we end up in Paris. And then they're kind of like, okay, well, Florida has closed their airport to international arrivals. So what are we going to do? Right. <laughs> oh, man. So we had to fly. So we were supposed to fly Fort Lauderdale to Paris and then Paris right back the next day. And they were like, that's not going to happen. So they had to end up flying us to New York, spend a night in New York and then fly us domestically. And we were doing temperature checks and stuff like that. The line at JFK was ridiculous. It was this long line of people just like shuffling together, trying to get scanned. Because this is before the mask mandate, all that stuff. So it's just this huge congestion of people. And so get back to Florida and I'm like, I don't think I can move this year because some it's about to pop off. I just know it. And I don't want to get stuck like trying to find a new place and then, you know, a panini. So it's like, fine. <laughs> and then I made the right decision because that was what the beginning of March. And then two weeks later, they laid a, they furloughed all of us. They're like, yeah, there's no international flights. New York is locked down forever. <laughs> no one's going in or out. Thank <laughs> God you guys got out when you did because you'd have been stuck. Oh, <laughs> so it, it was a lot. It was a lot. So I was like, I made the right choice by waiting another year. Yeah. But I really thought that 2021 would be my year. Now that 2020 was canceled, all my concert plans were canceled, travel plans were canceled, my sex plans were canceled. Everything for 2020 oh. went to the dirt. Um, so I was like... Yeah, 2021 is going to be my year. Nope. Nope. No. Uh. You mentioned Carnival. So that's funny. We was talking about Carnival last night because I'm thinking about um, looking at Carnival for 2022. Yeah. And Trinidad, though. Yes. We're talking about um, trying to see if we want to go to that one in 2022 because I want to, I just want an outfit. I want all of all mm-hmm. the, the bank. The big wings and everything. I want all of that. Yes. Of course, yeah. It's 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 the outfit and also just nonstop looker all day. So what more do you need? (laughs) Bring your PD life. Yeah, I I I highly recommend it. Like (laughs) like obviously I'm um partial to Jamaica Carnival, but Trinidad is the is the big one. It's the one Mm -hmm. all of us want to go to. So yeah, if you're gonna try one out, definitely hit up Trinidad. Well, I mean, I think that if you're going to try and you've never done something like that before, you probably start smaller, like with Jamaica Carnival. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at Jenna being the good, like, the, the Jamaica Tourist Board loves you more than they, lo- they love me right now. Saying, like, Listen, look- I was waiting for a job with Jamaica Tourist Board for so long when I was younger. I was like, this is my passion. This is my calling. I can make anyone come to Jamaica. And they were like, but we don't want you. Thanks, though. Wow. <laughs> 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 well, she does have a point. If you do go to Jamaica Carnival, you are more, more likely to see us, and we could be like your little guides. That's what's oh, up. Yeah. All, all the parties, all the connections. I mean, a lot of the Trinidad, because Trinidad is so big, the party wow. scene is also very different. So, Jamaica Carnival, we prefer like all inclusive parties where you can get food and liquor for your money. <laughs> Or parties where it's like completely drinks inclusive and you just pay for food, which is obviously, you know, like a better deal. So 
I think that if you want the full experience and you can still go fet to fet and party to party, depending on the day, you know, there's boat parties, there's, you know, parties on the same night, there's cooler parties where you bring your own alcohol and you get to drink whatever you want (laughs) all night. So I'm just saying that we have a variety of options that are more manageable for a first timer. I like Uh, options. I like options. I'm going to save this clip. I'm going to send it to the tourist board again and, and try to get you that job. <laughs> Hopefully, just don't ask what the entire podcast is about. Yeah, they, yeah. Might okay, they don't need to know about all that. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but so I have another question for you guys. Sure, you know, swinging. You know, you guys are swingers. Um, have you done solo play or do you usually do play like together? We have done a little bit. A little bit. She's... um. There was one time after my birthday a few years ago, we had some friends come over um, and it was a full swap situation. We had a great little sexy time. Um, We just we kind of tore our bedroom apart, didn't we? Mm -hmm. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, Oh, wild time. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. But then the next morning, the the friends stayed over. This was pre baby. So we we didn't have a baby to worry about. So everybody could just spend the night, be naked all over the place. It was great. Um, so our friends were um, sleeping on the sofa couch, right? It yes. was like a sofa couch. And Trist had an event. You had to get up and go somewhere to do something. But I, I had to stay, you know, to clean up and, you know, see our friends out. And uh, the friends actually were having sex in the in the living room on the sofa couch that morning and asked if I wanted to join in. So I think I called Trist or I sent her a text message or something. I was like, baby, can I, am I good? Am I clear? Can we, uh, can I make this happen? And she said, yeah, sure. Just take pictures. Right. And I mean, come (laughs) on. Exactly. Right. Like there's no better answer than, yeah, just send me some pictures. Like, hell yeah. (laughs) Got you. So, um, you know, so she let me, you know, she let me kind of dilly dally with them. And and we had kind of a, what was it? A MFM situation happening Uh and that was a lot of fun um but that was like the only time well not the only time but the only couple that we've done like single play yes because i think there was another time when you were the woman in the middle of everybody in that same day yeah everybody was still there does that count i'm asking the group does that count as uh think so because yeah i mean it's because because you were still there it's not really like a solo situation right right. it's more like a you know hands off but not necessarily solo yeah okay so just because you you just you're you're the bad boy (laughs) i'll be the bad boy i i get us in in trouble i get myself in trouble what what i'm learning here is that tris gives the best answers to everything <laughs> yep. She's like she doesn't short. just answer. She just like, gives like an enthusiastic, yeah, when you're going, or, you know, make sure you take pictures. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh huh. She does. Oh, man. It's the best. It's the best. She's a great, uh, great teammate. Oh, uh, huh. yes. Okay. So I have a question about your swinging future. Because I know some people are like, oh, you know, like we're swingers, but I don't know how long we're going to keep doing this. I usually say, oh, when I have a kid, we'll stop. Y'all have a kid. Y'all didn't stop. Still doing your swinging. So yeah. do you see a time in your recent future or soon mm-hmm. to come future? Is that, I don't know how to say words right now, but <laughs> where you will want to slow down on swinging or switch your lifestyle to a different form of non-monogamy? 
Um, no. I mean, for me, I think that we, we've only talked about this like maybe once or twice, I think. But I, I would think we would go until we're we'll be one of those old people at the resorts. I mean, I don't know as far as how much swinging we will be doing then at that time, but yeah. I'm going to be at that resort. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like that, that feeling of uh, naked freedom. So I'm going to do that until they kick my old ass out. Yes. Until we can't go. Yeah. But as far as like uh, the swinging part, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I Sham, I think you're onto something, man. She does have gems of answers because I asked her, uh, we talked about like, you know, messing around. Like if, uh, you know, God, uh, let's say Locke gets hit by a bus and she says, um, well, shit, I just, I'll, I'll just be a unicorn then, you know, <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, man, you're just going to keep on going, huh? The party, the party don't stop. Party keep going. <laughs> no, that, um, but I mean, we're having too much fun. We're having a lot of fun. Um, we're meeting good, good friends. We we still have a lot of things that we haven't done, I guess. Um, yes. And we're we're just enjoying the the ride. And I mean, twenty twenty was supposed to be, you know, incredible. Um, we had a lot of things lined up, a lot of events that we wanted to go to. Um, so no, we we don't see this thing changing. Anytime no, soon. Not and, really. Unless one of us gets like some type of weird something. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But, and to answer you, the other part of your question, like, do we see the, the maybe the dynamic changing, like uh, maybe moving into polyamory or things like that? Not, not really, um, because, you know, there's just so much as far as like, the, that I really, honestly, number one, don't understand about polyamory as far as like the, the love component and feeling that love for other people. I mean, I get it. I get that. But it's just something that um, I feel like we're just we're mostly exclusive to each other. We, I feel like I can't I don't have the capacity for polyamory or maybe I'm just selling myself short. I don't know. So that'll be something that maybe we can ask you guys if, if we bring you on our show one day. Hopefully we you guys bless us with that. But. Um, I was about to say, boy, do we have the podcast for you? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. And, and I was definitely doing my homework and you guys, you have answers. So we definitely got to stay in communication. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, just for our future, we we really don't know, but we're, we're just hanging on, hanging on and then enjoying the ride. Yeah. Oh, nice. And yeah, the, the fact that you said, you know, you don't really understand polyamory, that's fine. That's the one thing we're saying. We're not trying to push the lifestyle on anybody. It's not for everyone. It's not. It's not everyone's thing. It's you know your your own lifestyle is your own, and the fact that you at least you know you thought about it, you said mm, it's not for me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you're not shutting it down or dismissing it no. as no. its yeah. own thing. That's all we want, people. That's all you got to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's the that's the purpose of all of this, right? Is to just we're providing information. We're giving you guys options we're giving you something to think about you know um and th- and that's really it we just want people to think about it and you know if if something that we're saying works for you then it works for you you know and we would hope that people give that back you know it's a it's a it's a two-way street we're, we're giving information we want to receive information as well so that we could be a little bit more knowledgeable um and, and open to ideas you know that that's and it i think that open 
doesn't just go to people that aren't in the lifestyle. It it also needs to go to people that are in the lifestyle because I think that some people, even though they say they're open minded and all of this, they really aren't in the lifestyle because as soon as another couple, maybe they're doing something, um, for example, they're, you know, a polyamorous couple, right? And you, you know, you look down on them and say, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. But you're supposed to be open-minded, right? right. The so, judgment doesn't and they, stop. And they yeah. still start judging like mm-hmm. other people for doing something that they're doing in the lifestyle. For us, I just say that that's just not for me, and I keep and you know I keep it moving, and that's it. And that's that's it. Really you know, we can still be friends and everything. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I mean, I like personally, I swinging. I don't think is where I am at in my life. Sure. I am, you know, fully into polyamory because I like I like all that gushy gushy lovey dovey shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I like, but. You know, I can definitely see that, you know, I doesn't mean I would never go to a swingers party because, yeah, I've mm-hmm. never been to a, a resort. I've never been to Hito. I've never been to a sex party. None of that. I've never done any of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much a, a virgin in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have my cherry popped. Wink, okay. wink. I like it. Well, uh, yeah, stay in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely going to happen. So, of course, you know, we've talked about your journey to how you got here. We've talked about where you're at right now in this situation that we're all in. But how does your family feel about the lifestyle? Do they know that you were in the lifestyle? No, no, not well, not, not the greater, um, not the masses, you know, like the, the greater of the family. But uh, my brother knows um, because he's the one that kind of hipped us to the whole scene. They were kind of like our lifestyle coaches. Um, early on, uh, and just a few close friends and my um, cousin. Oh yeah, she's yeah. been to parties. Yeah, with she's been like our our sidekick, like our our we we would contribute a unicorn to parties every now and yes. then. We just bring her and let her do her thing. We'll see her until the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, the family's family does not know. Um, our teenage daughter, she's in college now. She has an inkling that something is up. Like she knows there's some wild shit going on, and she, just, I think she's just afraid to ask any questions. Yes. Ah, yes. Yeah. She she knows about the show. Um, she oh. doesn't know what we're talking about. She doesn't sure. know what we're talking. Uh-huh. No, no, here's the thing. I don't think she knows what we're talking about because okay. she says that we're loud. Like she knew that we were doing something down here in the basement in the uh, in my office uh, when we would make her babysit. We'd get her to watch the baby. We'd come down and we'd get all dressed up. And then she says she can hear us through the floor because we're loud and we're talking and we're laughing. So to me, if you put two and two together, I'm sure she's heard me saying, you know, so when you was fucking that guy the other day, right? (laughs) I know she's heard some shit (laughs) come out of this room before. She knows we went to a new beach, things like that. She figured that out. So there's enough evidence there. There's definitely evidence. Yeah, if so, you put it together. Oh, yeah. So she knows as much as she wants to know. Yes. And yes. If yep, she yep. wants to know more, she can look into it. She does not. Probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We actually have our, like, logo upstairs in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, we have okay. a, yeah. a logo on it. It doesn't, I mean, these kids can find anything that they want to find. If she wanted to find out, you know, what we're doing down here, I know she already has. I know she, she has. Is is right there at her fingertips. Yep. So, and uh, I, I've, I've thought about this too. I've always thought, like, you know, if uh, me and the wife ever have kids, I'm just thinking, like, 
they're gonna wonder what's going on. You know, who are all these extra aunties and uncles that were like having at the yes, exactly. like, exactly. like why does why does daddy go off? You know, for like a night sometimes. What, what's going on? What's happening? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I I can just imagine. Yeah, I mean. I've been thinking about just telling her, you know, just like just telling her we we do something different. We're we entertain ourselves. We have friends for fun because she wonders that, you know, she's wondered about like, you know, why do you guys have friends in California and in Florida? You guys have friends all over the place and they only come over once or twice. And, you know, who are these people? You know, she's just wondering who are all these random people. Um, but they're random to her, not to us. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i mean you know she's going to put two and two together one day or we're going to tell her and she she's just going to say oh I yeah already i already knew or i'm not surprised at least the most important thing is that you're not like outright lying about anything you're just not telling because yeah. you have no reason to tell like i i don't see any, i don't see no problem with that you're just you know if you want, <laughs> if, she, if i'm sure she asked no yeah, yeah. Yeah, if she asked, if she were to ask, we would tell her. Yeah, I would definitely tell her. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. See that, that that that's that's how you do singer parenting. That's a <laughs> singer parenting tip. That sounds like a good episode. We might have to jot that down. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely need to for sure. Because my next question is going to be: Was a time that she almost caught you guys? Like just almost caught you? That she almost caught us. Hmm. I don't think, I don't think she. So. Yeah, we 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 move in stealth. You know, like we don't play in the house when she's here. Um, right. And you know, I have my own questions about that. I've spoken to other swinger friends about that same dynamic. Like, you know, shit. This is my house. Like, why do we have she's to hide? Wrong. Yeah. Why do I have to hide what I do from you? You're a grown ass person. As long as, you know, we're not blatantly, you know, in your face with anything. But, mm-hmm. like, if she's all the way on the top floor and we're all the way in the basement, things could go down. No. And, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's another one of those trist answers right there, Sham. No. Yeah, that's, that's the other side of it. I mean, that's I, understand, the title. I understand where you're coming from this time. It's like, I, I get where you're coming from. It's like, but come on. you got to be able to. You could technically get away with it. I, I see, but also you're just, just it's a little too close to comfort you know like it could go wrong and you don't want it to go wrong no no a whole lot of shit could go wrong with that so yeah we we just decide not to walk so close to the fire um yeah well, but yeah i'm sorry go ahead and i was gonna say so she definitely hasn't caught you but has there ever been a close call with anyone that you've been trying to keep it from maybe i don't know like a family member mm. or anybody no, <laughs> no, not at all. Not no. Yeah, we we're pretty good. We're pretty crafty. Like mm-hmm. uh, we, when it's time to party, like we close off all channels. We basically just disappear from you know from all sight from everyone. Uh-huh. Um, we'll drop the baby off. We'll make sure that the teen is occupied. Give her you know. Uh, dinner money and all that shit or make sure she's out with friends if we're having something at the house yeah and um, we can see her and we have other cameras we got up the in our house and the front we got the so location we tracker all of that. wow you guys are decked out you know exactly what you're doing uh, you don't fuck around man <laughs> sorry for doubting you you know exactly what you're doing right. but I mean the show is going to be the thing that gets us I think yeah, you know? uh, yeah. um 
like today, for instance, we were going to do our, our live show, but we can't because of the snow, because we require childcare. Yeah. So we have to get the baby out of the whole house because there's nobody here but us and the baby. And we can't have her running around when we're doing a live show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fair so enough. Childcare, we take her to my mom's house. But again, it's snow. It's complicated. And, you know, and the way I think that we're going to eventually get caught up is that, you know, my mom, she knows that we do a relationship show. show. Yes, um, a relationship show. A relationship it is. show. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Um, but I think one day she's just going to start asking questions. You know, I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for people to start really, really questioning what's happening because we. So yeah, go ahead. Actually, we almost got caught up. Oh, you got so, one. What happened was, so we told you guys about my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law is in the lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. his, his wife, now, they were in the lifestyle, this and that. They decided to tell his mom mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> about it. And she starts asking us questions. Yeah. And we're like, That's oh. right. That's right. So what exactly did they say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so we're probing her to see exactly what they said to see if they said something about, about us. us. <laughs> yeah, no, right. They disclosed their information, but they definitely didn't, you know, break the swinger code and um and out us. But we were just curious. We were we're hoping her. that they didn't out us. And she just was like, "Did y'all know that they were swingers?" We were like, "No, no. <laughs> get out of here!" <laughs> what is I've a never swinger? Heard of That's amazing. Right. <laughs> no, but it was cool though. Um, and but it would have been nice to get a heads up from them though that they that yeah. they were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, we we've been uh, pretty fortunate to to stay under the radar. Oh, good job, right. y'all know what good you're good doing. Job. Y'all know what y'all doing for sure, right? <laughs> so let's think. Um, so of course your your eldest still. She'll figure it out when she wants to figure it out. The signs are all there. The breadcrumbs are there. She'll get it eventually. Yep. Uh, yeah, I really do wish your brother had given, you know, a heads up to y'all. Like, hey, we're going to tell mom about this thing. Just yeah. be ready. Like, that would have been nice. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We literally had on our feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I outed myself to my mother. So that was exciting. Aww. It was an accident, too. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, it was, you know, I was just, I was there. The people that I was, you know, dating were there and I was a little tipsy. And so when I get tipsy, I get affectionate. I want to be close to my booze. And it was just kind of like, you're being close to more than one of your boo in front of your mom. (laughs) And and your boos are married. Oops. So she's she's looking at this thing like, ah. So I had to like tell her. And she knew that I was, you know, pansexual. She knew all of that before, but it was that whole polyamorous bit that she wasn't quite hip to. Yes. You know, because all of my friends, they're just, they're just my married friends. They like to come over to the house and hang out because we're like so close. (laughs) And I just have all these friends who like to hang out at the house in groups because we are so close. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like we're just close friends. And then... You know, when she figured it out, she was like, this makes a lot of sense. They were, you were with them all the time and they were here a lot. <laughs> a lot. She was like, yeah, yeah, you know, they were kind of here a lot because we were kind of, you know, together. And that was a thing. But like, you know, you, the husband and I would go out and she'd be like, so why is the wife not going? I'm like, oh, she's, just, she's at home. It's we're, we're, we're fine. We can go out alone. It's okay. Mm. Taking it now. Is uh, mom <laughs> good with it? 
Oh yeah, no, she's cool. She's it. It was harder for her to understand that I was pansexual than it was for her to understand that I date multiple people. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, that typical, you know, Caribbean parent thing. Is it because of your dad? Is that why you think you like women? Like, what's going on there? And you know, she got out of that when she met my then girlfriend, who was her coworker. Oh dear. Nice. Yes. Walking close to the fire. Look at Listen, you. Listen, I didn't even know they worked for the same company, bro. That's how like stupid that I was. <laughs> like, I met this woman separately, and she was a, she was closer to my mom's age. She was like an older woman. I met her separately through like mutual friends, mm-hmm. and we started a thing. And then I went to a party with my mom, and she was there. And so she came over, and she said to my mom, "Was like, oh hi." And my mom was like, oh, hi, how are you? How was that meeting that you were in? And I was like, Ooh. oh, oh, <laughs> oh. So I was like, okay, mom, I'm just going to talk to her a little bit away from you for a second. And she was like, okay, fine. So this is after I come out to my mom. She's still hung up on the whole, oh, my God, your dad must have made you think you like women. This is horrible. So the two of us are talking. It's a very casual conversation. I'm like, hey, and I'm here with my mom. She doesn't know that, like, I'm with you. I'm a teller, obviously, but, you know, I can't really be too affectionate with you like I usually would because my mom is literally watching us. But she's like, yeah, I get it. Call me later. So she walks off. And my mom is like on, in the car on the way home afterwards. She's like, you know, I thought that you were just thinking you were into women because of your father, but you and her didn't even kiss and I could feel it from over here. So I guess it's true. Oh. <laughs> it was like, I mean, yeah. That's passion. one way to figure it out. Yeah. The the chemistry, the sexual chemistry was just so much that my mother could feel it. And that's awkward as hell. But it made her understand that I, I like the vajayjay. So it worked out great for me. That's awesome. That's a win-win. There we go. <laughs> right. It's a win all the way around. My all mom actually way. listens to monogamish occasionally. Not all the time. But occasionally, uh, right? <laughs> they had my brother and sister too. They also listen. Shout out to the kids. Shout out. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so see, we've had such a fun conversation. The time has sped by so fast. Yeah. How did we even get here? It's been over an hour. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It's all, it's all good time. Well, well spent. Time well spent. Exactly. So if there's one thing you want to share with people about the swinger lifestyle, what would be? your thing that you want to share. You can have separate things or you can have the same thing. What's one thing you want people to know about being a swinger? Um, That being a swinger is a journey and everybody has a different way of how they approach that journey. So your story may not be the exact same as someone else's or you don't have to agree with someone else's story, but just have your own journey. Mm -hmm. Basically experience it the way that you want to experience it. Not to say you can't ask for advice, because we did that along the way. We asked people for advice or um, just had different conversations um, with some people that have maybe done things that we haven't gotten to yet. Um, but it is definitely a journey and you evolve. It doesn't stay the same the whole time throughout the journey. Um, we have changed a lot um, from when we first started until now. And we yeah. still talk about things like that we want to change and work on. For sure. Sure. No, I don't know how I uh, topped that, babe. That was uh, well said. Boom, drop the bite. Mic drop. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a follow-up. Yeah. Not a follow-up, but if you had to get, like, recommend like an episode to start with of your, your show, mm-hmm. like, where would you like guide people right now? Like, All right, I'm finished listening to Magamish. I really like those two. How can I hear more of them? Which of your episodes do you think 
if sure. start with? Oh. Um, let's see. That's a great question, man. <laughs> um, I'd say like listen to like the first one. Um, let's start from the very beginning. All right, cool. Yeah, just just maybe one or two of the first ones before we went live. Just our little intros of ourselves. Um, that's a that's a good one. You're gonna yeah. hear some of the same stuff you heard here. Uh, but then definitely skip around to like uh, our desire episode. That was a fun one. That was a fun episode. Uh, we tell a lot of uh, sexy, sexy stories there. Um, what's another one, babe? Whew. Goodness. Um, yeah, just like a lot the of our recent one we stuff. Just did. <laughs> yeah, the last one we did was a good one. Oh, the Halloween one from uh, 2020 yes. Halloween stories. That was another sexy one. Um, we just got, we, we do a lot of different topics. It's not just all sexy stories. We give our opinions on certain uh, lifestyle situations or, or stuff that's happening in the news. Uh, Trish did one with a, with a girlfriend uh, on like, what is it? The 13 reasons to have an have orgy. orgy. <laughs> oh. That was a funny one. That's a great name. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Um, I did one by myself talking about uh, swinger shame during the pandemic. That was fun. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just it's I think it's something for everybody to check out. And if you're so inclined, check out the YouTube page. You can actually see us and see what the suite looks like. Yeah. Um, and how our suite has has grown. How the suite has evolved. <laughs> Jesus From the Christ. beginning to now, our videos yes. at the beginning was horrible. They were terrible because we were still very, very nervous about showing our face uh, parts of our faces because we wear masks during the, the live chat. So we would uh, the room was extremely dark. Uh, we would hide behind our microphones. Um, we were very, very shy. But um we evolved uh, during that time. Just to go back to your, your point, it is an evolution um, and it's been fun. So yeah, check out all of them. Check out whatever suits you. It, it's, it's been a, it's been a blast. Of course. All of right, course. Nice. And so where else can people find you? I know we have you on Instagram. We have you on YouTube but give them the handles, plug, plug your favorite thing. Tell us that that one thing that you want everyone to leave this conversation with, aside from knowing that y'all are fine as hell. Oh, sure. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Folks, you can find us on Instagram at the Sweet Life Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Sweet Life Pod. You can send us an email at the Sweet Life Podcast at gmail.com. I'm not going to really plug the Facebook. We're not really there a whole lot, but you can check it out. It's what Trist Locke Sweet Life. And yeah, find the podcast wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all those good places. And of course, check out the YouTube. Yeah. So that that's us, man. We, we look forward to having some new sweet talkers. Hopefully your audience, um, you know, can jump over and you guys could jump in and, you know, build the chat and let's have conversations about some of the swinger stuff or any questions you may have on anything. Like, let's just talk about it. So thank you. We, we appreciate you guys having us on. Yes. Good time. Great getting to know you. Thank you for being here here with us. We appreciate this. See guys, it's all love between us podcasters. Like there's no, there's no hateration or holleration in this dancery. Like we are, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I had to drop in that Mary J, but I just had to like throw that in there. Like a little bit of spice. Love it. But yeah, thanks again so much for doing this, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh don't forget to check out Living the Sweet Life on YouTube. That's right. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> 
Once again, we would love to thank Lock and Trist for agreeing to come on the podcast. I will put a link to their podcast in our show notes, as well as where you can find them on social media. But before I hop off this episode, I want to talk to you guys about the future of Monogamish Pod. Um, as you know, I am moving out of my apartment and there's a lot of crazy things happening in my life right now. Shav's life slightly more stable. Um, but as a result of that, that means that we will be going on a brief hiatus earlier than anticipated at the end of April. Yeah, that's like happening in two weeks. So while I'm moving and setting myself up, we'll be going on a quick one month hiatus. Ooh, maybe not a whole month. All, all I can tell you for sure is that there will be no new episode <laughs> that first week of May. Maybe not the second one either. Um, but hopefully the week after that, or maybe not until June. So I don't know. I don't know. Moving is stressful. There's a lot going on. Um, we do have some interviews pre-recorded that could be put out. Um, it's just a matter of both of us finding the time to edit and put all that stuff together. So if we do get to do that, we will definitely, definitely, definitely try to get that content out to you if possible. If not, just don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if a week or two passes and you don't hear anything from us. We're still alive. We're still okay. We're just very, very busy. We're just busy. We're sorry. Um, so that's just that little tidbit I wanted to pop on over to talk to you guys about. And so now I'll tell you where you can find us on the socials. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash monogamishpod. I'm rarely ever on the shits, but I mean, that we have a page. Um, you can mostly find us on Instagram and Twitter at monogamishpod. You can go to our website, monogamishpod.com, to get detailed show notes of previous episodes and transcripts that we're slowly trying to put together for the rest of the episodes and season two. And you can also head on over to SoundCloud, where our three most recent episodes are posted on there. Only remember to get to that. And uh, we host using Anchor, of course, so you can find our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, like you're doing right now. But if you do have an Apple podcast or an Apple ID membership thingy, maybe you guys can write us a review over there on uh, Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars, if you please. And if not five stars, that's okay. Just we love to read the reviews. We love it when you rate us, so please do that. And make sure you're telling all your friends about Monogamish Pod. Make sure you're letting them know. Um, I posted a new Patreon episode, uh, which features Sham and the wife talking about their journey into non-monogamy and polyamory. So if you want to hear about their journey, you should head on over to our Patreon and sign up. Patreon.com slash Monogamish Pod. We're a bit too saucy for regular Patreon. It's 18 plus, so you have to type it into your browser like that you can't just search for us uh so there's that uh, you can also support our podcast aside from tweeting you know instagramming whatever it is the cool kids do these days monetarily you can literally head on over to the our anchor page you can press the support button that means you can donate money to us without having to sign up for our patreon or anything like that so that's up to you um is there anything else i forget to tell you guys told you where you can find us um oh yeah our merch shop um yeah we have a merch shop <laughs> it's a monogamishpod.threadless.com or you can just click the shop button on our website it'll take you directly over there um, we do have a couple of features coming out um we were on the relationship pasa pasa podcast that episode is dropping at some point we'll definitely let you know when that is out um and also I don't know if you guys know this, but um, there's a special event happening on April 24th with some uh, Polycultural Diversity Alliance people. It's online. 
as usual. <laughs> but I'm going to be at that. If you guys know what I'm talking about, then, then you know. Then you definitely know. You're in the know. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a great whatever day it is that you're listening to us. And uh, 420 is coming up. So happy 420 to my soldiers out there. I appreciate you. Alrighty, guys. I feel like so. Bye.